Welcome to the first episode of Flagship Plus Podcasts. I'm Nidalan and today we'll be talking about the Pixel Buds 2 and the Pixel 4a. Just like all of Google's smartphones, there have been way too many leaks to count for the Pixel 4a. On leaks have rendered it with their information, along with concept creator and Spanish blog Technolike Plus managed to buy it and have even reviewed it. So, how is the Pixel 4a shaping up to be? Stay tuned, because that's exactly what we'll be talking about. So, from a design point of view, the Pixel 4a units leaked look pretty similar to the 4 at the back. You have the same rounded square camera unit, but with only one camera this time, which is pretty annoying without the ultra-wide, but it should be as good as a Pixel 4's camera. You've got a fingerprint sensor and the same colour options as the 4, but instead of an orange variant, it might be a light blue this time, or turquoise. Oh, and it's made from plastic again too. Looking at the front, it's safe to say that this is a whole league ahead of all the phones that Google have ever released. You've got very thin bezels all round, which is amazing considering how the Pixel 4 looked. And there's finally a hole punch. You know, the hole punch isn't exactly the smallest, but it is in the corner, so won't interrupt the content you're viewing. It actually kind of reminds me of the S10e from the front. The Pixel 4a has also been rumoured to be slightly larger than the 3a we had last year, around 5.8 inches, and this is for a reason which I'll get into soon. So, the variants. We'll probably see the normal A version, but no XL version. So, the Pixel 3a and 3xl completely outshone the 3 when it came to the number of sales. But Google noticed that the majority of people were just buying the smaller 3A variant. So this year it's very likely that they are just completely dropping the XL. Also, some people have been talking about a 5G version, but I doubt it. The Pixel A lineup is the more affordable version of Google's flagship series, so it's unlikely that they'll debut 5G on an affordable smartphone. So, a slight change here, only one variant this time. Software on the Google Pixel 4a will probably be stock Android 10, no surprises there. And the price will probably be the exact same as the launch price of the Pixel 3a last year, $399 or £399 in the UK. Now, on to the specs. We've got a Snapdragon 730 or 730G, with 6 gigs of RAM, a bump up from the Pixel 3a Snapdragon 670 processor and 4 gigs of RAM, which is nice to see. A 12 megapixel rear camera and an 8 megapixel front camera, nothing new there. The display will be an OLED display and it's going to be a 60Hz panel. It's pretty understandable that Google did not want to include the Pixel 4's 90Hz panel due to the price of it. So that's a move I'm fine with. A 3080 mAh battery 
a relatively small bump from last year's 3,000 mAh. And it has a headphone jack. Music to anyone's ears. Just to conclude, I thought that last year's Pixel 3a was a huge leap forward for mid-range budget smartphones. It sort of took a step in a different direction. It cut the cost on things that weren't as noticeable. The processor, the material. Don't get me wrong, you could still see a difference, but it wasn't as big as the difference in cameras, for example. Something that Google has always excelled at. Hopefully, the Pixel 4a will have all the best aspects of the 3a, but with the improvements to make it as appealing as its predecessor. Now stay tuned for my thoughts on the Pixel Buds 2. There's actually quite a lot going for the Pixel Buds 2. They took all the details that were just plainly horrible on the original Buds and improved them in every way they could. The obvious main difference was that they completely removed the wires, meaning that the Pixel Buds 2 are a pair of truly wireless earbuds. This is a huge factor, frankly something they should have done on the first Buds, but at least it's making an appearance in the second generation. Also, battery life and comfort weren't the best with the original version. Now, the Pixel Buds 2 have silicon air tips for comfort and 5 hours of battery life on a single charge or 24 hours of battery life with its case. There's also now long-range Bluetooth, a huge variety of colours, clearly white, also orange, quite mint and almost black. It's sweat and water resistant too, brings wireless charging to the table and has adaptive sound, which I'll talk about slightly later on. But firstly, I want to talk about the real-time translation. This was one of the features on the first-generation Pixel Buds that many people thought had huge potential, but just didn't make use of all of it. Many thought that it was pretty much the same as the Google Translate app, and didn't have many other features. Also, at the time, Google had also rolled out the exact same real-time translation to all other headphones which had Google Assistant, which didn't really make much sense. However, if Google do add some more features for real-time translation that are exclusive to the Pixel Buds 2, then I believe that it could fulfil its potential. Google has also opted for a new design this time round. As I previously mentioned, there are soft silicon tips for extra comfort and a sort of partial loop on top to fit into the air properly. There's also a spatial vent that blocks out outside noise, just as noise cancellation would, but doesn't give you the plug feeling that you get with other earphones and headphones, which is a huge advantage. Back onto the adaptive sound, I think that this feature is really cool it isn't new, but it's still a nice feature to have. It alters the volume as you move from a loud area to a quieter one, so there's no need to manually change the volume when switching from place to place. I think that this is a great alternative to active noise cancellation, 
and Google says that it will work really well. So hopefully, it can deliver just as expected. However, the Pixel Buds aren't completely faultless. The price tag is a hefty £140 plus. Yes, the Galaxy Buds and the AirPods are similarly priced, but will it be worth the money when cheaper and amazing alternatives from JBL, JLab and Anchor are circulating around the market? And Google says that their audio is top-notch, but it's uncertain whether the audio quality will be a match against some of the best wireless earbuds out there. But just taking a step back, Google I.O., first the real one, and then the virtual one, where the 4A was supposed to be launched, was cancelled due to the current situation. However, Google will probably be taking the route of releasing both the Pixel 4a and the Pixel Buds 2 together on their website. Now, Apple did the exact same thing with the iPad Pro and the MacBook Air, so it's likely Google will follow in their steps. But the slightly odd thing here is that a light or budget smartphone is being launched with a flagship top-end set of wireless earbuds. It's an odd combination, but it won't be a surprise if it does happen. So, Pixel 4a, will it be the absolute beast of a budget smartphone, just like the 3a was? Will the Pixel Buds 2 step up their game and be the worthy earbuds to be the AirPods of Android? Well, we can only wait and see. Thank you for listening to Flagship Plus Podcasts. I'm Nidalan. And I'll catch you in the next one.